Blog Talk Radio. I definitely say what's on my mind. And I don't live with any regret. Radio and TV broadcasting is just in my blood. I'm a Devo. This is my DNA. And this is the Jennifer Tebow Show. And me, I'm Jennifer Tebow. Good morning, good morning, Dallas, Texas, North Texas, Texas, United States, and the world. Welcome to the Trending Topics with Jennifer Tebow. Yes, I'm Jennifer Tebow. This is part of the Jennifer Tebow Show. And I just have to tell you, I'm so glad to be back. I am sick, if you guys can hear this. Uh, Not sick and tired, (laughs) but actually physically sick. Um, I have been the lucky recipient of having walking pneumonia, if you can believe that one. So that's just kind of uh, sad. Let's get a little (laughs) So I've got walking pneumonia, and um, what better day to restart the show than to restart it now um, when I am not necessarily feeling my best, but I am so glad to be back and to be back on the saddle. Uh, today is Monday, November 14th, 2011. It is 6.01 a.m. Central Time. We're back to Central Standard Time. Lots has happened. I was looking at uh, the last episode. The last time we aired this show, it was October 5th. So, gee, it's been like six weeks uh, since I aired the show, and and actually probably a little bit longer than that, I'm thinking. I don't know. Uh, but since that time, if you have been keeping up, I have um, gone on a hunger strike, <laughs> um, a hunger strike to... Uh, initiate a civil form of nonviolent protest against the Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce. Many of you know who have been following me, I've been a very big supporter of the Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce, quite often giving a shout-out on these shows. However, it came to my attention that there were some things that were less than ethical about the practices, and I worked really hard within the organization to try to bring those practices back in line. Uh, but to no avail, working inside the system didn't work. Normally, you're trying to work outside the system, and then you figure out you need to work in. This time around, I was thoroughly in as the officer, as well as uh, the communication chair, uh, the host of their radio show, and the producer of the show, and produced all the you know video elements, the marketing elements, and all that good stuff. So I figured I had a pretty good shot of working within their system, but Lo and behold, no, 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 it didn't work. Um, and trust me, I did try for about four months, so I gave it the good old college try. And so I tried it a different way, which was to work outside the system, kind of thoroughly distancing myself from those practices. Now, a lot of people ask me why would I have done that, and I'm just going to take a, just a quick moment to cover that before I get into the trending topic, because that was like my trending topic. They ask me why would I you know, have gone through all of that um, during that time and against, you know, against what people call my own and all of this stuff. Well, the reality is I don't care what your skin color is. I don't care if it's purple. Um, I have an expectation that the organization that I am affiliated with is going to have the same high ethical standards that I have. 
Uh, that's a requirement for me personally. Uh, it's a personal choice, and I appreciate that people, uh, all the love and the outpouring and the prayers and the well wishes that you know, respect that that's you know it's really the underlying reason why I was you know really shocked to see that the organization wasn't acting in parallel with exactly the same direction that I thought they were that was consistent with my brand of leadership and my brand of ethics. So that's that. Uh, it got really ugly. And uh, there was some retaliation, some violent retaliation from the end of the Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce. I was really sad to see that. Uh, one thing, you guys know me really, really well. And so you know that I am trying to be a really strong uh, chica. <laughs> and so because of that, I was stunned that they would even attempt to, um, or somebody, I'm not going to say the whole Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce. There were probably a few, a few that already um, police officials know their names. Uh, you know, they even attempt to try to hurt me. V, I'm kind of built for it tough. So um, it was kind of sad to see that what I saw originally in those four months just really kind of magnified, I guess, when they got painted into a corner. So eventually um, I did tons and tons of videos, got on MSNBC and NBC and all this great coverage, and uh, students around the world are actually starting to follow the story because it was this amazing, like, reality show of ethics that I was rolling out. I was doing, like, 10 to 15 videos a day. It was really a lot while I was not eating. Hunger strike lasted for 11 days. I transitioned to phase two of the protest, which at that point it was a fact-finding mission. So I revealed a lot of facts through different pre-produced uh, videos. I even went to cartoons, guys. I got into the animation world with uh, Crash Test Dummies and started a series called The Real Dummies of Dallas, <laughs> where the dummies really talked about and addressed a lot of the issues that were related to the actual protest. So that was fascinating. It was a fascinating foray in and of itself. Uh, but at the end of the day, phase three, which is that's the part of the protest that we're in now, phase three was handing over the information through the fact-finding. See how that all works, right? Handing it over to the regulatory agencies as well as the police um, and state agencies um, to be able to address not only what happened in the four months that I personally witnessed, but also um, what happened afterwards during the protest, the retaliation and those things that were quite uh, illegal. So um, I hate that, but uh, at any rate, so there's not a whole lot I can say because I definitely do not want to damage the investigation that's happening in the different uh, agencies. But I just, you know, certainly say to everyone that the reason for it was because, again, we look at the unemployment rate. Um, the unemployment rate for African Americans, African American workers, is above 16%, which is, you know, a great disparity between the unemployment rate of of any other ethnicity. So that's a problem. That's something that we need to address. Well, the reality is that the highest, the largest employer of African-American workers is African-American small businesses, which means African-American small businesses need to be extremely strong in order to be a resource to be able to hire African-American workers. So that's why I was leaning really hard on the Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce, the oldest and the largest black chamber of commerce in the world, to really be that beacon of light 
that African-American small businesses can depend on and rely on as they try to strengthen themselves and grow. So there's a method to my madness. And actually, President Obama, it's not on the trending topics, go figure, but President Obama um, really had a call to action to many black leaders around the country about five days ago asking for a plan uh, for us to be able to close that gap for African-American workers and their unemployment. So we're going to talk about it, I'll, and you know I'll talk about it, probably not in trending topics, but I definitely will talk about it. All right, so I promise I would take no more than about seven, eight minutes, and I see my time is up in seven, eight minutes to talk current events and catch up with you. I miss you all so much. I'm actually going to start doing this show every day. Can you believe it? Every single day. So I enjoy doing this so much that I'm going to start doing it every day. It might not be trending topics. That'll get kind of tired. But I definitely will cover trending topics on Monday just so you kind of know what's going on. And I'll probably go back to my old format. You see, now do you see how the full circle comes around? Start off, you know, with this great format. Leave the great format. Move away from it. And then you come right on back. I'm going to keep the same name of the show, though, the Jennifer Tebow Show. So we'll see. All right. As you guys know, oh, by the way, by the way, I got so ingrained in my own thing. Imagine that. I forgot to tell you how you can dial in. If you want to dial into the show, this show is being broadcast on blogtalkradio.com, and you can dial into the show at 347-637-1837. Again, it's 347-637-1837. You can dial into the show just to listen. If you listen to the prompts, it'll tell you if you want to talk to the host, you can Press a button, and it'll it will put you into the queue so that you can come on to the actual show. If you want to just listen to it through your computer, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jennifer Tebow, and you'll find the show, and it'll immediately start playing for you. If you want to watch this video feed, uh, I'm also actually simulcasting this on Ustream.tv, and so certainly you can go to Ustream.tv. Just Google my name, Jennifer Tebow, and you can find the show. Now, this show in particular, I've got several Ustream channels. This show in particular is being broadcast on the top ten with Jennifer Tebow. So that makes a whole lot of sense, right? So that's that's where it is. But, again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Jennifer Tebow Show. Let's get to the trending topic. Again, this is according to Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> I'm not going to sing because that's going to be terrible. But this is according to Yahoo. And again, I checked the trending topics on a Sunday, uh, November 13th, 2011 at 9 p.m. Central Time. So this is what people were talking about right before they went to sleep. Coming in at number 10, HIV. Okay, so, you know, now there's a few things popping up. I will tell you the most interesting was to me um, is that it's now been 20 years since Magic Johnson announced that he had uh, uh, HIV. It's so interesting. So actually the true date was November 7th, so it's been 20 years in a week uh, that, that he announced it. Shocked the world, shocked the sports industry, changed the way – uh, sports really related with players coming off if they're bleeding or them having to come off the court changed a lot of things, which was positive, I do believe, and raised awareness of this very serious disease. Now, also there is a company, I'm probably going to butcher the name, so again, you know, what do you expect from a person whose last name is Tebow, right? So, uh, Gilead, Gilead, <laughs> G-I-L-E-A-D, let me just spell it. Okay, so this company 
has this has this new age drug that is a one pill a day type of drug. So they are poised to have this, you know, their stock is going to go through the roof is what they think. They submitted this to the FDA. So they're really excited about this new one pill a day therapy that hopefully will will improve the way HIV patients um the way that they receive their medication. I remember back in the day uh watching oh, I can't think of the movie now um with Denzel Washington and oh, uh Tom Hanks uh, but you remember the movie. I remember the movie, watching this movie, and all the string of pills that, and that's in the movie, and that was real life, you know, the string of pills that AIDS, HIV patients have to take in order to try to stay healthy and, and maintain themselves. So this is, to me, really exciting for the, for those patients to be able to keep up positively their therapy. I can imagine you'd miss a lot if you were constantly taking, like, just this handful of pills. So that's really exciting. Magic Johnson actually attributes his health and his existence today to really listening to doctors, good nutritional habits, and taking his medication. So we're so glad to still have Magic around. He's done such great things in the past 20 years. All right, coming in at number nine, the Marine Corps ball. <laughs> the Marine Corps ball made a top trending topic. Well, you guys remembered the couple of videos and several videos actually that wound up coming out about asking celebrities to join the different people who are going to be at the Marine Corps Ball to join them as their date. So okay, so Justin Timberlake actually kept his date and his promise for the Marine Corps Ball uh, during the uh, gala, uh, Justin Timberlake, JT, I like that, JT, right, was challenged to a dance-off by his date, Corporal Kelsey DeSantis. So how about that? How do you how do you say, JT, do you want to dance off with me? And the funny thing is I, I read a few of the reports. Like, Corporal DeSantis, she was pretty cocky. She, she said she was worried that he wasn't going to be able to keep up with their group because they were doing dances like the Dougie and all these things. I would have paid money to be able to see that live. I'm sure there's probably already quite a few YouTube videos um, out there. If you remember, um, another serviceman, Sergeant Scott Moore, posted a clip on YouTube asking Mila Kunis. Now, now by the way, that's Justin Timberlake's co-star in the movie Friends with Benefits. So... uh, Sergeant Moore asked Mila to his ball, and she accepted. So because, because uh, let's see, Corporal DeSantis saw that, she thought, well, heck, I might try to go with, yeah, I, I might try to ask JT. So JT kept kept his uh, promise. Mila's ball, actually, by the way, is coming up. I believe it's this coming Thursday or Friday. So that's 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 really cool. So the rest is history. It will be interesting to see next time around if you got all these people, this whole outpouring of will you come to the ball with me. And, you know, for a lot of these people, like a Justin Timberlake, they may have never gone to prom. So this might be, like, an absolutely super cool thing for them. So that's that's number nine, trending topic number nine. Um, again, I'm just going to stop, and you are listening to the Jennifer Tebow Show, the, the top ten trending topics. If you want to dial in, 347-637-1837. You can listen to us through blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jennifer Tebow. You can also watch the live video feed on Ustream.tv as well. So, again, you'll have to forgive me. I'm, I am congested and all that fun stuff with walking pneumonia, so I decided to sit down. 
<laughs> okay, that was a bad joke. I'll go to number eight. All right. So high fiber diet is the is a trending topic, like a Yahoo trending topic, high fiber diet. Well, why? Because you can always figure it has something to do with some health nutritional value. Now, USA Today and other media outlets are reporting that a high fiber diet may reduce colon cancer and reports also suggest a risk reduction for heart disease and type 2 diabetes in teens. And so, you know, the funny thing is, I know we all want to be our own nutritionists and health nets, and sometimes we know things and we don't know why we know them. But one thing I said was when I was doing this, I was like, what is a high-fiber diet? Like, what does that actually look like? So examples of foods that are high-fiber, whole wheat spaghetti. And I will tell you, I have a cousin that swears by whole wheat spaghetti. And let me tell you, he started making sure that he focused on those particular things and I mean, I think I think he's a little too skinny. I'm just I'm just not used to his his little thin frame. But he's not thin. He's very healthy looking. But I just had gotten used to him looking a certain way. But he's very healthy now. He's happy. He just he just feels good in, inside and out. So whole wheat spaghetti, split peas, black beans, artichokes, that kind of stuff. So just go to Yahoo. <laughs> now, this show is not sponsored by Yahoo, if you're curious, but Yahoo is a great place. Yahoo and Google are the same, right? Go and Google high fiber diet example, and you'll be able to see an entire list. Because that's what I did. I still apologize for my voice, guys. Hopefully, I've got this whole um, kind of sexy voice. I don't know. <laughs> it's really more than I just can't breathe. Okay, number seven. Number seven, vampire babies. That's a trending topic. Why would that be? Twilight, Breaking of the Dawn. Yes, it has to do with the latest installment of the Twilight series. So in this, now I have not seen any of the Twilight. People, it's so funny. They think I have this like fabulous life and I go to everything under the sun. I don't. I have not seen any of the Twilight movies. However, I did my research. And the main characters are said to have a baby. So this apparently has caused this like world discussion and buzzing. Can vampires have babies? <laughs> I am really worried about the world that we are trying to figure out if vampires in the fake movie can really have babies to the point that it's a trending topic. But it is. And considering that we're less than 12 months before electing our next wave of leadership for the United States, guys, start talking about something other than vampire babies, please. There's just no vampires. Okay, we're going to go to number six. Number six topic, hot topic, trending topic is Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Okay, so if anybody knows who Emma Stone is, then you know I will give you um, I will give you a big prize. Well, you probably do. She's working quite a bit. I actually looked at her IMDb um, profile, and gosh, she's like working, working, working. She's got two movies currently in post production. She's filming another. She was famously in The Help, you know, and, and she's done a lot of movies, but that's one most recent that I know a lot of people actually saw. Well, the singer and actress, and she's, you know, up and coming. I want to see her probably doing a lot of things. She hosted Saturday Night Live for the second time, and she rocked it. I mean, the reviews, critics, audience, they absolutely loved it. They said she kind of freshens up the show and their skits. Apparently the skits had gotten kind of flat. So uh, Emma Stone really did her thing, and I said really is because she had this no holds barred, you know, out of the box thinking, and so more power to her. Really, really proud to see 
um, someone be able to come in and infuse. I don't want to see Saturday Night Live really go. At some point, I guess it has to. It has to be something else. And by the way, there just might be. Um, and Living Color is supposed to be coming back. So I'm really happy about that. So we might see some wave or transition into the next wave of the SNL type stuff. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Coming in at number five, trending topic number five, Pacquiao versus Marquez. All right. What did you guys think? You know, I I don't know. What did you think? I mean, Marquez kind of was fighting his way back to be able to get to this kind of bout, and everybody wanted to to actually see it. They fought twice. They're calling this a trilogy. How cute is that, right, a trilogy? So, you know, it was a good fight. It was close. The word on the curve is that uh, Marquez was technically much better than Pacquiao, doing those little things technically that should have brought him about. It's interesting. Pacquiao, one of Pacquiao's great friends, was on was ringside broadcasting. Even he scored the bout uh, for Marquez. Even he did. And then you get to the decision, and all of a sudden the judges score it for Pacquiao. Now, I talked with a very good friend of mine who was like a sports buff, and he said, look, you got to knock out the champ to get the bout. He said, there's no way that you're going to win um, on just scoring if the champ is still standing and not just thoroughly beat up. And even Pacquiao looked shocked. I mean, everybody knew Marquez won that fight, but the judges gave it to Pacquiao. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they'll set it up for another fight. Uh, boxing has kind of taken a, a, a weird turn. You know, we, we just don't have a Tyson anymore. We don't have we don't have an Ali. We just don't have those figures anymore. Nobody has necessarily emerged for a little bit, a short period of time, but not a long period of time. So boxing is still, I think, struggling to actually find their way. But you know, we'll see. So uh, congratulations to Marquez. You won the fight in my eyes in this judge, but unfortunately. The purse and everything and the big deal really went to Pacquiao. All right, coming in at number four, Lisa Irwin. Name sounds familiar. That was the little girl who mysteriously was kidnapped um, out of her house in Kansas City, Missouri. She's now turned one, but unfortunately she's still missing. Um, And so now the suspect, now the police are saying that the parents are also suspects. Yeah, I really, really hoped for a better outcome on this Um, Gosh, and this little child, and and you remember when the dogs went into the house, and the dogs who are trained to smell like dead bodies, and 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 they came up with something. So, oh, I just I just absolutely hate that. And of course, the parents, I just I just want to believe them because what parent would do that to a child? But we very well know that there are parents out there that that do things that are uh, less than parental. And so I just, I just, I'm going to continue to hope, and I'll keep you guys updated on Lisa Irwin. Hope that they find her alive. And I mean, you know, at this point, if parents would have sold her to somebody, that would have been better. As long as she's alive and not, you know, being harmed. So I'll just keep my my uh, prayers up. All right, let's go and stop again. If you want to dial into the show, three four seven six three seven one eight three seven. This is the Jennifer Tebow Show. Top 10 trending topics. You can also catch me on blogtalkradio.com or go to ustream.tv and find the show Jennifer Tito, uh, which the show is the 10 hot topics or no, 10 top 10 with Jennifer Tito. All right. 
So number, coming in at number three, and I'm really proud of this, uh, James Earl Jones. So James Earl Jones is coming in at number three. He um, is the famous voice of Darth Vader. He's also the famous voice of Mustafa. Or, I'm sorry, Mufasa Mustafa. Of Mufasa uh, from The Lion King. Uh, but he has actually been in film, television, commercial, anything you can imagine, for almost 50 years. He's an octogenarian. He's 80 years old. And he's set to receive an honorary Oscar. He actually already received it um, this over the weekend in London. Um, and they're giving him this Oscar for his nearly five decades in film. Um, if anybody remembers, he was nominated for Best Actor Oscar in 1970 for his role in The Great White Hope. He lost, interesting enough, to George C. Scott, who famously gave his Oscar back, saying he didn't feel like he was in competition with anyone. <laughs> Who gives their Oscar back? I mean, Jennifer Hudson, you going to give yours back? I don't think so. So, at any rate, um, you know, he's he's very grateful. He said he was tickled. He actually thought it was a joke when they called him. It, it took a minute, but the Academy of Motion Picture and uh, of of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences did award him in London over the weekend the uh, honorary Oscar. So well deserved, very well deserved. All right, coming in at number two, getting close now. Coming in at number two, um, Danica McKellar. Hmm, does that sound familiar? Okay. So if you're really up on your 80s, 90s, and all that fun stuff, really it's more 90s, if you remember a show called Wonder Years. So in the Wonder Years, there was the main character uh, played by uh, Savage. Oh, what's uh, what's his, Fred Savage, played by Fred Savage. And um, his, his love interest, his girlfriend all throughout the show was a woman named Winnie. Well, that's Danica McKellar. Well, she's making a comeback now. And she's now slated to uh, co-star in, in a sci-fi film that's the channel sci-fi film with Apollo Ono. You, you know him, Apollo Ono, called Tasmanian Devil. So very interesting. I don't have a whole lot of details on the actual movie. That's why she's trending. Um, it's actually going to premiere on the sci-fi channel sometime in 2012. So I think they start filming in the next few weeks. But she's actually done quite a bit of work as an adult, but she's also an educator and advocate and all these great things. So I was really interested to see how her life has had these interesting twists and turns. She she looks great. She looks exactly like she looked on the show, just, you know, like taller, bigger, but not that, you know, just, I mean, she just, she looks the same. So she, she looks great, and congratulations to her. It is very tough to go from child actor to adult actor, so... Congratulations as well. All right. This is the big one, the number one trending topic according to Yahoo.com at 9 o'clock on Sunday night before you went to sleep. Tippa Middleton. Now, Tippa is, um, she is she is something else. She's hit for more than one reason. I see why she's the number one trending topic. Okay, so we know she's a little sister of uh, one of the most famous brides in 2011. Uh, yeah, no, not Kim Kardashian because that thing's over. But, um, but she is, you know, her sister obviously is the, I think she is the Duchess of, I can't remember. Anyway, she married Prince William earlier. And Temple made headlines because of her dress and her figure, and she's been followed like crazy well. Number one, she made headlines because she broke up with her long-standing boyfriend, Alex Ludon. Um, 
I don't think that's really exciting to me, maybe to a lot of guys who, you know, want to date her. So she's available now. She's single. Also, though, she's closing in on a $1.5 million, I'm assuming it's U.S. dollar, million-dollar book deal. And so that's raised a lot of controversy. People are saying she shouldn't be doing this this book deal. But $1.5 million, I mean, it's even better if it's $1.5 million pounds, but, but $1.5 million U.S. dollars is not too bad either. So she's closing on this book deal, and now apparently her and her sister are getting this E! True Hollywood special. So I think the the Brits are a little upset that it, she's kind of very Hollywood and that's a little bit more a little bit more than they would actually like. So, at any rate, that's why she made number one. All right, so I I, I had a bonus. Oh, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> she didn't make the top ten. Number one, that's amazing, right, with all that she's got going on, going through a divorce. Um, get this, they were married for 72 days in the state of California once you file the divorce isn't finalized for six months. So their waiting period to get divorced, to get unhitched, is longer than their time period that, that they were actually hit, so that's interesting. But she just wrapped up a a, a small role in a Tyler Perry film, The Marriage Counselor, uh, where she plays like a friend or something. So anyway, a lot of Tyler Perry fans were upset about that. That's it. Wrapping up, wanted to be short. Thank you guys for being patient and sticking with this. I appreciate you so very much. I look forward to just, you know, staying in touch with you so that we can do this every single day. We'll see how that works out. You guys take care. I definitely say what's on my mind. And I don't live with any regret. Radio and TV broadcasting is just in my blood. I'm a Tebo. This is my DNA. And this is the Jennifer Tebow Show. And me... I'm Jennifer Tebow.